Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast brought to you by Peacock and Williamson, NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the national perspective all around the NFL covering the latest news and insight on every game, team, and move around the NFL. Catch Peacock and Williamson every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast. I am James Yarko flying solo on this episode, but you can check out everything that David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. More reaction and fallout to the NFL schedule coming up on today's episode. We have a fantastic voicemail that we are going to get to. We have a clip from your favorite show and mine outside of this one, the Pat McAfee show, something that he said yesterday before the, uh, or I'm sorry, two days ago before the schedule officially came out. Uh, But we're going to kick things off with some national experts, quote unquote, from ESPN. We're going to kind of continue. This wasn't the plan going into this, but we're going to kind of continue the theme here that The Buccaneers, despite being the defending Super Bowl champions, despite being the first team to win a Super Bowl in their home stadium, despite being one of few teams to ever win all their playoff games on the road to get to the Super Bowl, they're still being disrespected. We we dove into it yesterday with the with the Dallas Cowboys nonsense. I kind of took that and spun it into a tangent against the NFC East because I'm sick and tired of their nonsense. But some experts over at ESPN have already made their early Super Bowl predictions. And it appears that the favorite of the NFC for a lot of these experts is the Los Angeles Rams, not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One person even said, that he refuses to pick the Buccaneers to come out of the NFC just because he doesn't believe in repeats. Okay, that's kind of a dumb reason to not pick what is clearly one of the best teams in the NFL, but whatever. But you had Matt Bowen, Dan Graziano, and Seth Walder all pick the Rams to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl and lose... To three different opponents. Matt Bowen picked the Chiefs to beat him. Graziano picked the Bills to beat him. And Seth Walder picked the Browns to beat the Rams. Now, the Bucs did get some love. It wasn't all, you know, anti-Bucs over there. Michael Clay, great fantasy writer over there at ESPN. He picked the Bucs to beat the Browns in the Super Bowl. And then Kevin Seifert picked a rematch of Super Bowl 55, but this time the Chiefs coming out on top rather than the Buccaneers. So you did have a couple people pick the Bucs to make it to the big game. You had one pick the Bucs to make it to the big game. And then you all of a sudden have this massive love affair with the Los Angeles Rams. And don't get me wrong. I like Matt Stafford. I think he's a, a great quarterback that was stuck in a godforsaken franchise for his entire career. But does the addition of Matthew Stafford 
to the Los Angeles Rams. Make them a top-tier team, not just in the NFC, but in the NFL. And I don't think it does. Cooper Cup is absolutely phenomenal. They have Deshaun Jackson. Who knows how much, if at all, he's going to contribute. You have teams starting to figure out how to attack Sean McVay. And I understand the Rams beat the Buccaneers last year. That was another one of those. The Bucs played a terrible game. The Rams barely did enough to beat them. But I, I don't understand this sudden love affair with the Rams. Aaron Donald, probably the best defensive player in the league. He's an absolute machine. But if you stack up the Rams against the Bucs, I'll take the Bucs every day of the week and twice on Sundays. I don't understand why why people all of a sudden think that the Rams are this new hotness just because of the addition of Matthew Stafford, and he's going to help. He alone is going to translate to probably two more wins this season than the Rams had last year, and they were a playoff team last year. But are they better than the Bucs? Are they better than the Packers? I don't think so. They're probably on par with the Saints, who I don't believe is better than the Bucks or the Packers, especially given their quarterback situation, whatever that may be, whether it's Diet Tebow or, or Jameis Winston. But I'm not saying the Rams are a bad football team. What I'm saying is they're not the top tier of the NFC. They're the second tier. So I don't that's why they play the games. You know, it, it's fun to speculate about the schedule and, and what may happen all the way back here in May when, you know, rookie minicamps are, are starting to kick off and, and things like that. And a lot can change between now and then. But I just don't see I don't see it with the Rams. I don't. I don't know. Maybe this is gonna come back and bite me. We'll find out soon. I'm also the kind of guy that I'll put my money where my mouth is, and if I'm gonna do that. If I'm going to sit here and talk smack about the Los Angeles Rams, I'll go ahead and put some money on it. And I will do so with our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and the Stanley Cup playoffs are about to begin. Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers, game one this Sunday. You can track all the action. At Bet Online, get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code locked on. Again, Promo code locked on, all one word, L O C K E D O N, and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Segment two here of the Locked On Bucks podcast. We are going to play some audio. Speaking of the Los Angeles Rams, we're gonna we're gonna parlay that Rams conversation into the following matchup, which is, of course, the prime time game against the New England Patriots. And before the schedule was officially announced, David and I just had too much to talk about. That's what it boiled down to. There was way too much to talk about on yesterday's episode 
to be able to squeeze this one in. But Pat McAfee, my you know, my guy and yours, Pat McAfee, was talking about this on his show when he was told before it had broken that the Buccaneers were going to be playing the Los Angeles Rams in week three then taking on the New England Patriots in week four. He speculated that it, you know Bucks and Rams could be a primetime game. It's pretty close. It's a 4.30 game, Florida time. You know, out in L.A., it's going to be 1.30. But he, he started throwing around some, some conspiracy theories, and I thought, it was, uh, I thought it was kind of fun. We're going to go ahead and kick that audio over to the Pat McAfee Show right now. Tom Brady is going to play the New England Patriots in New England Woo. week four. Let's assume that's going to be a primetime game. Oh, Tom yeah. Brady's heading back to Foxborough. Tom and Bill take each other on, whether it's Sunday night football, Monday night football, whatever the hell it is. That is going to be absolutely massive. I want to let you know what sources have told me. Oh. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers allegedly, I don't know if my sources are right or not, Week three, yeah, they have to fly from Champa Bay. Mm-hmm. This is one week before having to go to New England. They have to fly from Champa Bay to Los Angeles to play the Rams. Okay. What? Wow. Then, which I assume will be prime time. Then late night, fly back to Tampa, then fly to New England. Cross country flight. I know TB twelve is obviously a massive ordeal, and I don't. I don't know if we know if it's the Rams or the Chargers. I think it is the Rams. I'd assume uh, in week three. But that's good. Are they setting Tom Brady up to lose? Yeah. Do the schedule makers want the worst Tom Brady we can have? Is that why they're sending him across the country? Excuse me. You get a thirteen hour plane trip one mm-hmm. week before that with little sleep. Then you come back to Foxborough. What's this all about at Boston? Everybody assumed that the NFL was anti-Tom, but they always assume that's anti-Tom and the Patriots. Now it is very clear that the schedule makers mm-hmm. have an agenda, yep. and that agenda is to get Bill Belichick at his absolute best mm-hmm. and Tom Brady at his absolute worst. What's that all about for that Week 4 primetime matchup? Well, let's just hold on and see who the Pats have Week 3, because who knows where they're traveling to. They might be all over the country oh. as well. But- Allegedly. They could be setting up the Mac Jones versus Brady here as well. You know, week four in that area where if Cam's not doing Cam things, maybe Jones is coming in. It might be a Mac Jones number 12 versus a little Tom Brady number 12 coming home for the Bucks. So you're telling me, you're telling me that the NFL wants Mac Jones to succeed Who? against Tom Brady? Yeah. Get out. So who's week three for the I Patriots? I believe they have the Saints at home. At home, so uh, two-week home. Are stay. you kidding me? Yeah, we got to go man. Jimmy Winston against Tom Brady? You think they're setting us up for success? They're screwing us. No, but I want to let you know, that is why NFL schedule release day is so important. <laughs> I just cooked an entire theory. Mm-hmm. Just boom. As soon as I heard something, oh, they're trying to fuck over Tom because that cross-country trip is a pain in yeah. the ass. Oh, yeah. Especially if they're playing the Rams. And it will be late night. Uh-huh. It'll be a late game, obviously, over there for whatever, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. They'll get home 7 a.m., 8 a.m., Monday morning, maybe. Maybe 6.30 a.m. or whatever it is after that game. Then they have to, what, pack it up and go up to Foxborough? I mean, just a couple days later. Bill Belichick sleeping on that yacht he has for, yeah. what, three weeks straight probably if the what were the schedule that is allegedly being released right now is the Patriots' schedule. That's unbelievable. I never would have expected it, but Tom Brady doesn't mind. That's why he eats avocado ice cream to get through this type That's of right. shit. Bill ain't sleeping on his yacht during the season, all right? His yacht season is basically over already because of the fact that it's time to go to work, okay? 
So that was Pat McAfee and his, uh, you know, sidekick stooge over there, Boston Connor. It's a great show. I do like Boston Connor. He's a funny guy. But, of course, he's going to go to bat for the Patriots any chance he gets. Look, this, this schedule, it it's not perfect. No schedule is going to be perfect. There's no doubt about it. But this plays into what I was saying. If you if you saw the video on the locked on, uh, you know, the locked on now video that David and I did talking about the toughest stretch of this schedule, and it is a tough one. It's not quite as late, like I said, as McAfee was predicting it was going to be. You know, the Bucks aren't going to be getting home at seven o'clock in the morning. It is a four twenty five kickoff in Los Angeles. But yeah, you got to fly to Los Angeles, fly back home. Then you're flying to New England for Sunday night. You're flying back home. You're playing the Dolphins. Then you're flying to Philadelphia on a short week for Thursday night. That is a tough stretch. No doubt about it, that is a tough stretch. Then, you know, the the one that David talked about, after Philly, then you're, you're back home for the Bears. Then you're at New Orleans, bye week, at Washington, home against New York, at Indianapolis, at Atlanta. That is a rough stretch. You were talking about from week three until week 13, you have the Buccaneers playing seven road games. That's rough. And I understand that the Bucks, you know, all the NFC really gets the short end of the stick this year with this new 17th game that they have to be the ones that have the extra road game. And that stinks. But to play seven road games in that 11-week stretch, including a bye week, that's tough sledding. So, you know, no, I don't think there's a specific agenda against Tom Brady. You take a look at the opponents Based on strength of schedule, and I I also think this is silly and kind of dumb, but based on strength of schedule, which is predicated off of last year's winning percentage, which all these teams are different. Aside from the Buccaneers, all these teams are different. But based off of the 2020 season, that's kind of the joy of facing the NFC East, which was collectively the worst division in all of football last year. You get to face the AFC East, which outside of the Buffalo Bills, not a good division. The Dolphins did okay, but then they start blowing things up for God only knows what reason and who knows what what two is going to be. You got the New York Jets. They have a new quarterback. Great. Good for them. The rest of the team stinks. And then you have the New England Patriots, which is going to be a big rivalry game. It's going to get a lot of eyeballs. It's the revenge game, whatever you want to call it. But they have Cam Newton and a rookie quarterback. Both of them, they stink. That's a that's a bad setup at quarterback. And they went out and they spent all this money in free agency to try to improve the team. Why they didn't do that to keep Tom Brady, I have no idea. But the Patriots don't concern me. They don't worry me. Cam Newton's still your quarterback. He he's he stinks. So, you know, the Bucks, even though they have that tough road stretch there where they're playing seven road games and, and three home games in an eleven week span, and then you got the buy in there. You know, some of these trips are are pretty brutal. And again, I don't think anybody has an agenda against the Bucs. I don't think anybody has an agenda against Tom Brady. But, you know, that's kind of the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. So it was fun to hear McAfee kind of throw that out there and, and have a little bit of fun with it. We do have one voicemail that I want to get to. 
We're going to go ahead and do that in segment three. But first, we have to talk about our friends over at Built Bar. You talk to any person that eats Built Bars and you know they are passionate about what Built Bar has to offer. Incredible flavors. They have they have their staples, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. They also have rotating limited time flavors where they like to play with some stuff. You know, there's something for everyone. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you're going to get two of each of the nine staples so you could choose a favorite of your own. Most of the flavors, 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you're going to receive 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, number one, number five, for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, trying to send you into the weekend in a fantastic fashion. I'm dealing with some some software issues right now. I've had to stop and restart recording numerous times, so this one might be a little bit shorter of an episode, a little bit shorter than I was originally planning, just because I don't want this thing to crash, and then I lose it all, and I have to start all over, but we do have an absolutely outstanding voicemail coming in from our guy Manny from Atmore, Alabama, but I'm going to preface this voicemail with a little bit of bad news. The voicemail cuts off at the end. Manny Manny went for it. I know we said, you know, try to keep the the voicemails to about a minute to 90 seconds. Manny went for it. He was like inspired by David's rant against the Dallas Cowboys yesterday and he was just going and I don't think he even realized how long this voicemail was going. Well, because of our voicemail setup, it cuts you off at a certain amount of time. And that's what it did to Manny. So you guys get the gist of it. It's a fantastic call. I'm going to go ahead and play it now. But just know, I'm not cutting off the the voicemail. It did that automatically. But here's our friend Manny from Atmore, Alabama. Hey, good morning, boys. This is Manny from Atmore, Alabama. Um... Just wanted to put in my five cents about this. Probably the dumbest opener that we've ever had, honestly. I mean, I'm with Dave on this one. I mean, they're, you know, it's all about the Cowboys. It's all about this and that and that and all of this and Ezekiel and all this crap, right? I mean, it's just, it's just we're not going to get the credit, right? I mean, I think as Buccaneers fans, we've grown that thick skin that just kind of allows us to let people run with you know, we're going to beat you, we're going to smoke you, you're lucky, you wouldn't be anything. Um, so I just decided to do, you know, some homework, right? Only four teams in the history of the NFL have been able to do what we did last year, which is which is win, you know, the playoff games on the road and then come and win the Super Bowl. And we were a wild card team, right? I live in, in Saints Nation. So still, you know, people around here are going to talk crap and all that. And, you know, they're still saying, you know, the Bucks, you know, we're lucky last year and all that. You know, I humbly just stay quiet because it's so enjoyable to be able to watch a game that everybody expects us to lose and then we win. 
And then it's just bittersweet because we don't have to say anything after that. You know, let people talk, let people say whatever they want to say. Um, we had the best team in the NFL. I mean, hands down. We brought everybody back. Um, we held the, the Chiefs to the nine points. Um, I have a picture of, uh, uh, Holmes getting off of a plane, um, uh, which is, was the only touchdown he got on, on NFL Sunday. I'm tired of the Dallas Cowboys. I remember the times we played them on Thanksgiving. You know, I, I will gear up, put all my my jerseys and stuff like that, show up to either my house or friend's house, and they'll beat us and so forth. You know what? Bring them on. Let us let us have that first game, right? I mean, they're going to be dramatic. They're going to have their their novel for the year. They're going to be having all these questions. So we're not gonna we're not gonna get the credit even after we beat the crap out of them on Thursday. Um it's I think it's a it's a great first game for us. Um only in the sense of it's on a Thursday, so you know, we'll we'll have the time to prepare for it and then we'll have a long week for that. I'm a super extremely offended by the fact that it was a Cowboys. I mean I thought that at defending champions they will they will bring in the Bills. Um, and just really put in a preview of what we were looking at, uh, you know, in November. I thought that we deserved that. I mean, we proved what we did last year was no joke. It was it was monumental what we accomplished. But, again, we're not going to get the recognition. We're not going to get the recognition even after winning the Super Bowl. We're not getting it. We got the Dallas Cowboys. So let us, let us just go ahead and play them. Let us just go ahead and show them that their defense is still garbage, that Dak just got to pay out for for whatever reason, um, that Ezekiel's not going to run the ball uh, for more than maybe 50 yards, um, and then they can talk about And unfortunately, that's where Manny's voicemail cuts off, but Manny, you brought the fire. That might be my favorite voicemail that we have gotten this year. And look, first off, living in Saints country, if, if Saints fans want to talk about you being lucky, whatever. You know, you got Saints fans on Twitter talking about how, oh, the Bucks won the Super Bowl, but how many times they won the division? Like, really? That's what you're resorting to? You're resorting to the fact that the Saints have won the division the past couple years? What have they done when it mattered? What have they done when it's win or go home? They choke. Every time, they choke. And now Breeze is gone, and you're having to rely on Diet Tebow and Jameis Winston. Uh, no, you, you can brag about your division titles all you want, the Bucks have more of the important banners hanging up in their stadium than the Saints do. David and I have talked a lot on this show through the years. There's been some great talent in Tampa Bay. It does, you know, regardless of the record, there has been some great talent in Tampa Bay. Levante, Mike, Godwin, McCoy there for for a long stretch when when he and I were doing this. You know, you've had Ali Marpet. You've had some great players in this organization. And there's been a lot of frustration by the fans. Why aren't we in prime time? Why aren't we getting talked about on NFL Network and ESPN? Why is it always about the Cowboys? Why is it always about the Saints? Why is it always about the Packers? Why is it always about the Patriots? Well, because those teams were winning. I mean, Dallas wasn't winning. Dallas hasn't won Jack in in almost three decades. But those teams were winning. And David and I always said on the show, you want people to talk about you. You want the credit. You have to show up and you have to win games. You have to earn your spot in primetime. You have to earn your spot on morning talk shows and, and sports talk radio and NFL radio and all of that. 
The Bucks did that. The Bucks did that. They went out there. They got into the playoffs for the first time in forever. They run through three consecutive road games. They win a Super Bowl, and it's like it always has been. Now, they're getting talked about, sure. But now they're being talked about because they're playing the Cowboys. And it's all about the Cowboys. It's a joke. You're right, Manny. David was right yesterday. You're right today. It's disrespectful. It You can argue that the NFL wanted the ratings. The Dallas Cowboys means ratings. Everybody tunes in to watch the Cowboys. Okay, fine, great, I get it. You know what else everybody tunes in for? The first game of the NFL season. It does not matter who is playing. It is the first game of the season. Even if you hate the Buccaneers, even if you despise with every fiber of your being Tom Brady and all of his greatness and all of his accomplishments, there's still another team on the other side of that field. And you know what? Probably 75% of the people who are watching that don't give a crap about the two teams in the game do. They play fantasy football. So they still have a rooting interest either in the players that they have on their team or the players their opponent have in the game. You could have put the Bucs Dolphins on Thursday night football to kick off the season, and it would draw ratings because it's the first game of the biggest sport in this country. You didn't have to waste our time Waste a another primetime game in week one by shoving the Cowboys down our throats again because you wanted the next four months to talk about Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott and Mike McCarthy's moronic self. But that's why it was done. It was the low-hanging fruit for the schedule makers. Oh, the defending champs are playing Dallas. Boom. Week one, you put a you could have put this game in primetime in December. You could have put this game in primetime in October. The Bills earned the opportunity to open the NFL season against the defending champions. They were in the AFC Championship last year. You could have done the division rivalry thing. You could have put the Bears in. You could have put the Bears game in primetime in week one and justified it by saying this was a playoff team last year. This was a matchup last season in the regular season that the Buccaneers lost and turned Tom Brady into a meme holding up his four fingers because he forgot what down it was. You could have justified a lot of the games. On this schedule, you could have opened it up with what you wanted the NFC East ratings. You could have opened up against a Washington football team, a playoff rematch. Instead, that's the lone NFC East team that they don't play in primetime. It's a joke. It's a joke. The Bills earned the opportunity. The Bears even earned the opportunity. And you blow it on Dallas to talk about a logo, to talk about a quarterback coming back from injury to talk about 
some dummy running back who decides to pretend like he's shoveling into his mouth with a spoon after every single run. David, I know you love Zeke because he's an Ohio State guy. The dude's a chump. One yard gain. Oh, I'm going to act like I'm eating with a spoon. Three yard loss. Oh, I'm going to act like I'm eating with a spoon. Feed me. Feed me more. Going to feed you a shot right to the mouth by Devin White. That's that's what you're going to get fed, Zeke. So, let it be Dallas. Let it be Dallas and the Bucks. It's fine. It's over. It's done with. Now go out there and beat the ever-loving snot out of them. So that if these talk shows have to talk about the Cowboys the next morning, they're talking about what an embarrassment they were and how they got punched right in the mouth by the defending and future Super Bowl champions. With that, I am out of here. I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Check out everything David and I are doing over at BucksNation.com. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. You want to send in your takes, give us a call at 813-444-5841, or you can email in your voice memos or just a regular email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Now that you're done with this show, make sure you're checking out the Locked On Today podcast where we update you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of all of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to each other, and we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked On Bucks.